Hello everyone and welcome to the show. Tonight we're going to be discussing the Jetsons. And just like the Flintstones, uh, the Flintstones were in the Stone Age and the Jetsons were in the New Age, I guess, you know, hundreds of years into the future. Uh, meet George Jetson. Just those words will prompt viewers of a certain age to join in singing the show's catchy theme song. This popular primetime cartoon show features the Jetson family living in a future, an awesome future. People live in housing in the sky, work a three-day work week. Boy, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be amazing if you could work a three a three-day work week and get paid full wages? They drive aero cars that look like flying saucers and have incredible uh, conveniences that leave them with plenty of leisure time. Well, if you think about it, you know, it seems like people in the future, like their time would just be just be lazy. Because pretty much everything's done for you, pretty much, you know, by robots and machines and everything else. Uh, it stars George, his uh, home, George his homemaker wife, Jane, and uh, their children, Judy and Elroy. They also have a robot uh, maid named Rosie and a talking dog named Astro. It was first aired on ABC in the 1960s. The series, um, well, they redone the series in the 1980s with more episodes produced for syndication. Now, you know what? They say it lasted three total seasons. You would think how popular that show was, and especially being on primetime, that the show would actually have went, a, you know, more went along um, a lot more episodes than what they did, more than you know, more than three years total. You would think that it would have at least probably been a five or six years, five or six year show. You would think, but uh, I really enjoyed as a child. I really enjoyed watching the Jetsons. I thought it was a, it was pretty neat. You know, because when you're a child and you're watching this and you're thinking, wow, the future's going to be like that, you know. So, but it was really, um, it was really a good show for the whole family to sit down and watch. Just like the Flintstones, it was a, a good TV show to watch. Uh, the Flintstones was too. Um, the Jetsons is an American animated uh, sitcom produced by Hanna-Barbera Bar Productions. It originally aired in prime time from September 23rd, 1962. To March 17, 1963 on ABC. Then later aired in reruns via syndication. New episodes were produced from 1985 to 1987. And it was part of the, the, um, the world of Hanna-Barbera. It was Hanna-Barbera's space age, space age counterpart to the Flintstones. And I believe it was um, a couple... I don't remember what year it was, but they did come out with this, with the, uh, um, I believe it was a movie. It had the, where the, the um, Flintstones, um, they meet the Jetsons. And there was also an episode of the Flintstones uh, where they got transported in like the 23rd or 24th century by that little green guy, whatever his name was, Mr. Gazoo or whatever his name was. Anyways, he transported them to uh, the future and, uh, they, um, I don't think they didn't meet the Jetsons, but they saw what the future was going to be like. Maybe that kind of gave them the ideal to have the, um, to have the Flintstones to meet the Jetsons. I mean, that, that was a pretty good ideal that they, that they, uh, would have thought of that. But I thought it was interesting that, you know, because the episode of the Flintstones, I can't really remember what happened, but it, it ended up being Mr. I guess Fred was complaining about his work. 
you know, how many hours he works and all the stuff, how hard it is and stuff to work. Then he wondered how the future was going to be like. And then Mr. Uh, that Mr. Gazoo guy sent uh, him and Barney into the future. And they, they got to see what life was going to be like in the future, but they eventually they didn't like it at the end. <laughs> they wanted to go home. Um, it was uh, created by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera. And uh, the voices were George, George O'Hanlon, Penny Singleton, Janet Waldo, Dawes Butler, Mel Blank, Don Meziek, and Gene Vanderplough, Gene, Gene Vanderpile, Howard Morris, and Frank Welker. He was he did the 80s uh, revival. And I'm not sure which one of these uh these people here that played the, the characters of the show. I guess that George O'Hanlon uh would have probably played George and Penny Singleton would have played uh June's wife, I guess, or Jane's wife. Theme was from Hoyt Curtin, was the one who did the uh, music for the uh, for the show there. And it lasted three seasons. There was a total of 75 less, list of episodes that was a total of 75. Now, I would think with how popular that show was, just like the, uh, just like the Flintstones, you would think that show would have lasted more than 75 episodes. You would think. That's how good the show was. You, you know, you would just... Why would they take a show off that was so popular with people? This is what really doesn't make any sense. Now, they did Seinfeld the same way. I guess Jerry just wanted to lead, lead the show as a top contender, you know, being number, as one of the top spot shows. You know, they offered him several millions of dollars to do an ep per episode, but he turned it down because I guess he just wanted to uh, move on, I guess, and, and be done with it. And, uh, you know, I guess he just wanted to say, hey, you know, we did what we could do. You know, we're top rated, top rated show. Why, why fall down? Rate? I don't ever think Seinfeld would have fell down the ratings. I, I really don't because it was real popular at the time. And it's still popular in reruns today. There's a lot of people that still watch that. Um, but getting back to the Jetsons here, it uh, was on ABC. In season one, it was on ABC. Syndication, they did seasons two and three. It was uh, uh, done in 1080p. I guess it was the picture formats, 1080p Blu-ray. I guess that would say that that would be an update, the updated version, because I don't think they had Blu-ray in the 19, you know, 1960s, <laughs> or I don't think they had it in, basically in the 1980s. I don't think they had any of that stuff then. It was uh, formed. It was uh, the audio format was in mono, which is like a um, a secondary to a stereo. And then the later episodes, they produced it in D DTH HD Master Audio. I guess that was in uh, the late 80s, I guess, or, or developed now, because I don't even think they even had, uh, I don't even think they even had uh, that DTS in uh, the mid-80s. I'm not sure. I could I could be wrong, but I'm quite sure that they didn't have that I remember CDs coming out in the late 80s, I believe, or early 90s. And they were very, CD players were very expensive back in the day. I mean, just a portable unit, you were looking at like five to $600 for a portable CD player. And, you know, that's expensive. <laughs> uh, original release was September 23rd, 1962 to March 17th, 1963. And then they revived the show September 16th, 
1985 to November the 12th, 1987. So the second revival series actually lasted longer than the first series. Usually it's the other way around. It says, while the Flintstones lived in a world which was a comical version of the Stone Age with machines powered by birds and dinosaurs, the Jetsons lived in a comical version of a century in the future. They had robots, alien holograms, and whimsical innovations. The original series comprised of 24 episodes and aired on on Sunday, on Sunday nights on ABC beginning on September, September 23rd, 1962, with primetime reruns continuing through September 22nd, 1963. It debuted as the first program broadcast in color on ABC. Only a handful of ABC stations were capable of broadcasting in color in the early 1960s. In contrast, the Flintstones were always produced in color. Uh, was broadcast in black and white for its first two seasons. Now, that's interesting. The show was scheduled opposite of Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color and Dennis the Menace, which Dennis the Menace was, uh, well, I guess, yeah, Dennis the Menace was, I believe, was in black and white. Uh, It also says um, it did not receive much attention. It was canceled after one season and moved to Saturday mornings where it was very successful. Now, this is what, this is what really uh, gets me is that most of these shows that go on primetime, especially like cartoons, they don't do very well. But when you, re- you know, when you remove them from a primetime slot and you put them towards Saturday, which, you know, kids are going to watch it on Saturday mornings. I watched it on Saturday mornings as a, you know, as a kid. So, you know, why would they put cartoons on primetime? You would think that, you know, if you wanted to be uh, for children to watch, you would think you would move it on a Saturday morning. I mean, that's what I would think, you know, so kids would tune into it. But maybe since they thought, well, this is a show for the whole family to watch. So maybe that's the reason why they did that for, you know, for so the whole family can watch it. Well, <laughs> whole family can watch it on Saturday mornings anyways with their children. It says, following its primetime run, the show aired on Saturday mornings for decades, starting on ABC for the 1963 through 64 season, and then it went on to CBS and NBC. New episodes were produced for syndication from 1985 to 1987, and then it goes, no further specials or episodes of the show were produced after 1989, as the majority of the core cast, George Hanlon, Mel Blanc and Dawes Butler had died in 1988 and 1989. The 1990 film Jetsons, the movie, served as a series final to the television show. 20 years uh, or 27 years later, a new direct-to-video animated movie, The Jetsons and WWE, WWE Robo, Robo WrestleMania, was released in 2017. goes on to say the Jetsons are a family residing in Orbit City. The city uh, is rendered in the Googie style, whatever the Googie style is. And all homes and businesses are raised high above the ground on columns. George Jetson lives with his family in the Sky Pet Apartments. His wife Jane is a homemaker. Their teenage daughter Judy attends Orbit High School. And their son Elroy attends Little Dipper School. Housekeeping is seen to by a robot maid, Rosie, which handles uh, chores, not 
not otherwise rendered trivial by the Holmes Normius Normus push button age push button space age conveniences. The family has a dog named Astro that talks with an initial consonant mutation in which every word begins with an R, as if speaking with a growl. A similar effect would also be used for Scooby-Doo. George Jetson's work week consists of an hour a day, two days a week. His boss is Cosmo Spacely, owner of Spacely uh, Space Sprockets. Spacely has a competitor, Mr. Cogswell, owner of the rival company's Cogswell Cogs, sometimes known as Coswell Cosmic Cogs. Jetson commutes to work in an aero car with a transparent bubble top. Daily life is leisurely. Now, getting back to this um, bubble top. Now, I remember years ago, I remember there was a company that actually made a car that had a bubble top. You know, you could see, sit in the car, and you could see everything around you and stuff, which I thought was pretty neat. I don't remember what kind of branded car it was, but I thought it was actually probably one of those prototype cars. It says daily life is leisurely assisted by numerous labor saving devices, which occasionally break down with humorous results. Despite this, everyone complains of exhausting hard labor and difficulties living with remaining inconveniences. Now that doesn't make no sense. Even in that time, people complain about their work. How can they call the exhausting hard labor when all they're pretty much doing is pushing buttons? All day. That's what they're doing. It's pushing buttons. And they're going to complain about hard labor. Even in them days. Characters. is the Jetson family. George Jetson. He's age 40. Uh, Jane Jetson is age 33. Judy Jetson is age 15. Elroy Jetson is age 6 and a half. Rosie is, the, of course, the uh, robot uh, model for the Jetsons. Astro is their dog. Orbity is an alien with spring-like legs who is a second pet of the Jetson family. I think I remember him, but not too much. Cosmo Spacely, that's George's boss. Spencer Cogswell, of course, he's the villain of, of Spacely Sprockets. Rudy is George's work computer and one of his best friends. That's the one who's always sitting there talking to George when he's on the thing, asks for advice. Henry Orbit, that's the guy who is the guy who fixes... Uh, uh, the building that the Jetsons live in, the apartment building. He's the building superintendent. And so on. They have several other uh, characters that was on the uh, on the uh, show there of the Jetsons. I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast tonight. And everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.